go. Comrades, welcome to episode eight of the English series, Quamf Show. And this is going to be the third partnership series. And we're going to discuss... Uh, we're going to discuss Gilbert today. So we're going to talk about yeah. Gilbert. And we're going to talk about Moby. We're going to have some questions from Instagram. And... Tim is going to tell us how he is doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the eighth episode today. So that means we are two months in. I can't believe we have been doing this for two months already. We say this every week. You know that? That's the same roof we do every week. It, it, it is, but it feels so <laughs> casual <laughs> and normal at this point. Exactly. Um, I, when are we going to still... assume we're going to keep doing this? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it is really interesting. Um, it's like our comfort zone, mm. I guess. Um, yeah, but how I'm doing? Well, I'm doing good. Uh, today, I, heard, uh, I will uh, be driving my first ever car uh, next week. So that is great. I've never Yay! been this excited about a Toyota Igo. <laughs> <laughs> then I go, well, next week on Monday. So, uh, yeah, I'm a true uh, crypto hodler, I guess. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, th that's great news, so. Uh, Swag. People, yeah, well, I'm, I'm still working uh, for people. Well, actually, still working. I just started my first job a month ago. Yeah, I haven't been able to retire, um, but I'm happy with everything. It's, it's going nice. Um, actually, it's good because I cannot be on Telegram all day during this. Uh, it's good for my mental health, I guess. And as long as we don't moon, uh, that might be a good idea. <laughs> Um, yeah, for the rest, well, I think we're doing great. Uh, I think the, the, the markets, I heard someone say, uh, we found a new bottom today. We are uh, not really a bottom, but we are consolidating. We are consolidating at the moment. Well, that's something I've heard since uh, since $420 back in September. So we'll have to see how that goes. <laughs> uh, but I think that's kind of the general vibe that we are uh, yeah, in calm waters again means nothing in crypto. It could turn around tomorrow. Uh, oh, what is in crypto? Is still, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of wind. <laughs> yeah, and in the meantime, it's snowing outside. So, um, yeah, that's on Monday, so I was chilling. Yeah, I was chilling in the sun uh, on Monday, and it was twenty degrees or something. And now it's yeah. snowing. So, we're in the Dutch Netherlands, weather. by the way, for yeah. logistics. It's like the little speck on the on the map in between uh, Germany and England. Yeah, we are heavily dependent on the direction of the well wind. Yeah. I guess that's how you call sea, it. Sea climate. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, how are you doing, Yara? How's yeah, life? I'm good. I'm good. A little bit tired. Um, obviously, I have my my son that's now nine weeks old. Um, takes a little bit more energy than anticipated, but I can't complain. I don't work. I just sit at home and I sleep until ten, and I, I exercise a bit, walk the dog. And I'm still complaining that I'm tired, so I'm just a little bitch, I suppose. But besides yeah. that, um, no man, it's just I'm, I'm comfy as ever. Been, uh, I, I'm super, super bullish for for some stupid reason, I don't know. But I'm scouting houses again. I'm looking for nice. a yeah. for, for a new primary residence in the Netherlands, and I'm looking for a secondary slash primary residence in Portugal. Um, not that we really need a tax haven because the Netherlands already. Is, is a tax technically, haven. yeah, you pay one and a half. Point. 
you don't, you don't pay any taxes here. It's uh, yeah. But, people but, still complain. Dutch people still complain, but it's a fucking tax haven. Yeah. So 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 I'm 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 scouting houses um, together with the missus. So we're so we're bullish. I think um, I don't know what the state of the market is right now. I just read Born Quamfi saying something that Bitcoin is now testing its breakout from. Uh, previous Again? resistance. We've been we've been testing the breakout for a year for a year now, I guess. <laughs> uh, you're, you're you're just taking the piss now, but um, uh, uh, it it appears that f- f- if 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 we don't drop below the current support, that Bitcoin will go moon, and okay. uh, allegedly the rest uh, will follow. Um, I can't and, wait what? until Bitcoin is being denoted in Verdians instead of... Uh... Wait, wait. We were supposed to go to 28k, right? That, that was that was the sentiment. We were going to a 28k. Everyone was screaming for 28k. What happened to them? I don't know. They, they were screaming for 28k some weeks ago. Everyone was bearish. <laughs> Everyone on crypto Twitter said we would be going to 15k, 10k. We, uh, we well, would collapse. They and now probably are on a breakout. Um, What's happening? They probably removed their account just like Gregarious did. Ah, okay, you so pussy that's happening. Cunt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Gregarious yeah. removed his Twitter. Gregarious yeah. was a uh, was a Who's Gregarious? Is he is he relevant or? Uh, well, no Gregarious idea. had a little bit of a following, okay. uh, but he he was he was always pushing for 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 lower prices than ah, one actually okay. would would reach, in my opinion. Um, and so he got wrecked. I don't know him. I have no clue who this guy is. I see so many clowns on crypto Twitter. I have no clue. Uh, <laughs> no, I ignore Gre- them. They're Gregarious had, uh, had a bit of clout. And, uh, okay. he, he, he was, in my opinion, the, the crypto Eugene of, uh, of TA. The By the way, if people feel that they, they want to report crypto Eugene with his idiotic behavior, please do so. What he yeah. managed to do last couple of days was to tag... Um, quant partners in fucking dumbass unsubstantiated TA predictions yeah. of Moon and correlation with other projects and whatnot. Um, if, if if you want to report him and you hear this, please do so. It's uh, my God, that 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 man is, I don't know. You you just don't 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 tag corporations and 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 and, and other enterprises together with quant. Um, on, on 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 dumb dumb hype stuff. I, yeah. I think you just don't do that. Um, I try to tweet seriously more often than not, and I think I've never tagged Gil. Uh, maybe I'm just a pussy. I don't know. I like to call it respect for some reason. But he has no boundaries. He has no limits. Um, maybe uh, he he blocked me, so so I I can't. Um, I don't follow him. I don't care about him. So. <laughs> Let's move on. Actually, I, I I don't follow anyone on crypto Twitter. Oh. oh. Uh, something is happening on my computer. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, no, I don't really care about that platform. Everyone is screaming. Everyone is... It's just one big shit show. It's one big dumpster fire. That would at, be at least term. they are trying to be higher IQ than the general Instagram. That's true. That's true. I'm, uh, I feel offended, but that's true. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just one big dumpster fire between people who claim to be really smart, but in reality, they have no clue what they're doing. Yeah, but at least, the dumps, at least the dumpsters are positioned downtown. Yeah, sure. Um, the Instagram let's... dumpsters are all... <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. Um, yeah, so for this episode, we kind of have 
a plan, yeah. which is very uncommon for us to have a plan in advance. It's, uh, yeah, and we prepare. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we're actually trying to do something in English now. It's uh, yeah. fancy it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll take you, I'll kind of share my screen. Share the sounds. I'm going to optimize it for a video clip. And here we go. We are sharing now. And I noticed on YouTube that when I was um, looking uh, how it was being processed from your side, that you have this annoying bar um, in your screen. I couldn't really do anything against it, so I have to just position it here. I have a bar on my screen? No, no, I have a bar on my screen. Yeah, so I'm, yeah, the, okay, the, yeah. The, the, the gray black thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So this is uh, Quant Updates. You're looking at it. 28k followers. Uh, 12.8k, not 28k, sorry. Um, yeah, this is my little uh, safe place on the internet. Um, and today we did a post on Metcalf's Law. Um, pretty nice, if you ask me. This and, is nothing um, but a shameless plug! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Self-promotion. So, yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Uh and, and we do posts on quants from time to time, which makes my side of the preparation a bit easier because I've seen it before and I know where to find everything. Uh it's just one kind of graphic library, if you ask me. Um and we did a post on Gilbert Ferdian because we are going to do uh a series where we cover the team on the one side and their partnerships on the other side. So going to talk about the team a little bit and we're going to talk about the partnerships a little bit to give it a bit more structure and we have content so i'm scrolling down to the post about Please, gilbert l- l- let us know on the platforms what you guys think about this house style the orange and black and white um yeah. and, and and this style of, of of um of content in general um this is what um what Lexip and Tim created for Quant Updates. And there is a dude that stole this, this formula in a way, the, yep. the use of fonts and the coloring and stuff. Um, Douchebag. It, 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 it's just if you're hearing like, this, I want to know your location. It's, uh, it's just plagiarism. It's just plagiarism, yeah. even though it's, it's not been patented. You, you just don't steal people's they shit without giving them credit. They literally stole this. It's, yeah. it's been stolen. Yeah, well, okay. Um, so this is a little safe, play, uh, safe space on the internet. Uh, yeah, let, let's start with the man himself. Uh, Gilbert. How old is Gilbert? Older I than I am. Him. Yeah, older than you are. Okay. And I'm ancient, reckon... I just heard. How old do we reckon Gilbert is? Oh, I don't know. And, and no, nobody ever... And, and, uh, and of his 40s? 40, 40, 40, yeah. 47, 48? I don't know. Uh, when was this guy born? Oh, he can also take his beer. Huh? I mean, he has been in the game for at least... The 1990s, the end of the 1990s. So let's say he is in his 40s, 45, something like that. I think he's older than that. He and I do not. I, I'm I'm 37, man. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm from. It might be late 40. I think late yeah. 40s. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, so this is his bio. We can go through that. But we made it graphically interesting here. Um, well, Gilbert, uh, well, obviously, it's he's the founder. 
front at work. And we call him Lord Verdian. Yeah. We do this. Uh, All hail to the Verdian. Yeah, it's a ritual I do. It's uh, four times a day. Yep. Um, I even have a painting on my wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a cult. Um, yeah. No, but yeah. Well, Gilbert has been in the game since the late 1990s. Uh, he has a background in cybersecurity. I think, um, well, he started his studies somewhere in the 1990s at least because he refers um, a lot of times to the idea that um, well, one of the first conceptualizations of quantum network and the idea of overledger already originated from uh, 1997. He says that a lot. There's a tweet somewhere where he says that, that the, the, the origins of quant can be traced all the way back to 97, 98 the simple idea to connect all those networks. Now, anyways, let's go through his uh, his profile. Um, yeah. Uh, so Gilbert has been studying cybersecurity in Sydney, at the University of uh, Sydney, I believe. And after that, he worked in many positions um, in, in, in the world of cybersecurity. Uh, in, yeah, at many organizations. So, uh, let's see what Alexa has put here. Okay. Oh, here. It's the timeline. It's a young Gilbert. I think, I believe it was in 2003. Nice, right? This is uh, where it began. Now, um, and if we go through this, we can see a couple of positions. He's been in, at the European Commission. Uh, specifically, he was working at the EU Blockchain Observatory. He was a forum member. So he is linked the European Union. Uh, he's the founder of the blockchain standard TC307. He has worked at the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve System in 2018, uh, until 2018. Um, worked for the fucking Bank of England uh, in cybersecurity. Has a Aren't link, we calling uh, it the Bank of fucking England? No, we aren't. But the BOFA? Scott, no, yeah, the, the BOE, the Bank of England. It's demonetized anyway. Uh, he's worked at Focalink, uh, which is a MasterCard subsidiary. And he also worked at the Ministry of Justice in the UK. <laughs> it's an insane list. If we go, if you go to the Quamfi Lounge, by the way, you type, type uh, let's do this, dot .cv. Here, here it shows. It's a little trick. And um, you can see the entire list here. So it's the European Commission, founder of the blockchain standards. Um, BSI, what does BSI stand for? Um, blockchain. Fuck. I forgot. Anyways, yeah, it's part of some organization in the United Kingdom on. Oh, um, just read it. Yeah, they go on. No, on distributed ledger technology and, and standardization. Uh, Federal Reserve, Bank of England, Focalink, um, Department of Finance Services and Information, eHealth. Uh, in Australia, is this? Uh, Br- British Standards. And then the British I is for, I don't know, Initiative? Brit- Could be. Yeah, something like that. As Chief Information Officer and uh, Chair of Security Council. Uh, Another position, 
um, in Australia here in health. Oh, he worked uh, for PricewaterhouseCoopers um, as a director in Ministry of Justice, British Petroleum and Digital Security, HSBC, uh, the Hong Kong Sino, no, the, the, the bank from, uh, from Hong Kong, Security Projects and Programs, HM's Treasury in the UK in 2008 during the financial crisis. That's where uh, Gilbert actually met Bitcoin, he was working there during the financial uh, crisis, late 2008. That was uh, around the time that the Bitcoin white paper was published. And uh, while he was working there, he actually summoned his department to study Bitcoin, uh, to assess the risk of it to the well, to the British economy. And they, uh, they assessed it as being of no risk at the time, yeah, which is very interesting. Yeah, but <laughs> he, he knew about that pretty early on. Oh, and he also worked for Ernst & Young as a consultant and a senior manager in security. It's a long, long list. It's, it's, it's really impressive. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of companies and you can check his, uh, we, we could go to his LinkedIn to specifically see the chronology, but I think it kind of lines up that. Yeah, I just tried to um, log in with the, with the Quamfi show uh, LinkedIn because I don't feel like doxing my own. Yeah, that's um, a bit of an issue. We can't really go on LinkedIn without doxing ourselves. Yeah, um, so I just tried, tried to just... But I've seen it for pants, but just too much work. Yeah. For, for that, I lost half your story, so... No, it's Different fine. time, uh, different time. Yeah, so... Oh, he also wrote a book in 2011 on cybersecurity. Um, yeah, there, there's just a lot to tell. Um, and what we see, what I see at least, to, because this is all stuff you can actually look up on the internet, I think it's perhaps more interesting to kind do of... Do we uh, have ever, do we ever have, have shared other information than what you can find on the internet? Uh, everything is found <laughs> on the internet. Um, but I think it's it's a bit more interesting than hearing. Oh yeah, this guy has been at this position there and there because there are yeah, a lot yeah, of positions. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, so I think I always want to apply my own analysis because I found myself really important and my echo is big. No, 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 no. Um, uh, what I just see here is um, this idea that 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 goes back to 1997. I, I would have to look up the actual tweets there. I think I can find it if uh, if, if well. I can find it for you, and I'm not going to do that live because it would be messy. Um, but he always had this idea of um, kind of seeing this fundamental issue um, when it comes to the design of the internet and, and the way the entire system works. And that already came back, originates in the late 1990s. And I think... What happened there is that Gilbert threw all his positions everywhere. You kind of scan the fields. You get to know everything. I think he has always been aware of this issue. And at some point, he must have just been like, well, I'm going to do it myself. That's at least my interpretation. And um, we can probably also read this in his bio from from, from what he has written himself. Um here it reads, having over 20 years uh, of industry experience, Gilbert considers it, he writes in the third person, that's interesting, Gilbert considers himself on the cutting edge of technology, living at the intersection of business, technology, and security. By blending his technical expertise and business know-how, he is able to transform and solve complex challenges faced by business and gov governments around the world. Okay, and then it's just writing 
bit further about what he has achieved. Uh, this is interesting too. Gilbert has lived and worked all around the world in the UK, Australia, Asia, Europe, and the US. Throughout his career, he has been working extensively within financial services and government. And he has an MBA uh, from University of Technology, not the University of Sydney, but the University of Technology in Sydney. Okay. Um, and he has written some books and publications. Interesting. Um, but it boils down to the idea of, okay, having worked everywhere in the field and just seeing that there are some fundamental issues and just thinking, okay, this must be solved, but this is not going to happen if I don't do it. And that's uh, where uh, the 2015 TC307 standard comes from. I think um, we have another chronology of, of, of how quant network, um, yeah, a bit of a timeline, we've, we've published it somewhere. Um, because that will be the bridge to Yarno's part. Um, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get there. What, yeah. what is really interesting is if you can you bring up uh, Gilbert's CV again? The like the infographic, yeah, that one. Um, yeah. There was uh, okay. If you think about. What uh, what Tim said a couple of a couple of pages back. He worked all around the world. He worked on literally every every continent um, out yeah. there, and um, he has worked with all the governments of set continents. Being uh, working with the Australian government, Australian government are partners of Quant. He's worked with the UK government. Uh, we are one of the few if not the only crypto company that is on their marketplace that has been vetted yeah. by them and is being uh, recommended for interoperability i can look it up for you if you like the uk government marketplace yeah it, 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 it's still there should be there um also europe he's worked with europe he worked with the uh, several commissions there um so it's no surprise that he's also Here on it is. board with all the CBDC projects being digital pound, digital euro, digital dollar. Um, yeah, exactly. Software as a service operating system. So so, so that's legit. Um, he's worked with the Fed. He's worked with MasterCard. He's worked with, um, can you bring the infographic up again? We'll, we'll put this in the link. Send this, uh, send this to me. I'll, uh, I'll edit. You can see Bed of England, Federal Reserve, Vocalink, that's MasterCard, obviously, Department of Finance and eHealth, and it's, it's, it's all there. Yeah. <laughs> PricewaterhouseCoopers, Ministry yeah, of Justice. This really man... in... oh. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, what I find really interesting is that we have been talking about verticals. Uh, yeah. What is it, 27, 28 verticals, yeah. something like that. Depends yeah. how you measure it. But the funny thing is, is that he has literally worked in a lot of those verticals. Exactly, my point. Exactly my been, point. It hasn't only been finance. He has also been in health. He's yes. also been in, well, British Petroleum is, is yep. not finance. That, that's yeah. managing how to get oil from A to B, getting it from an oil logistics. field somewhere yeah. to, into your car. Yeah. Ah, it's logistics. Uh, it's 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 all obviously also kind of environmental. He's worked in consultancy, but he's worked for three governments, being the UK, the US, and, uh, and Australia. Yeah. It's um, this is probably the best connected man in the world. He's actually worked <laughs> in four governments. He's worked uh, Federal Reserve, EU Commission, oh, yeah. to UK, 
yeah. Australia, so it's four. Yeah. Yeah. So so and 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 that leads on to being uh, founder of the ISO TC three hundred seven, which is super important because standards, regulations, it's 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 always been um, its primary agenda. So security standards and uh, and all that stuff. Um, and that means he has a huge, 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 huge network all around the world. He knows people everywhere. And it, it's not what you know, but it's who you know in most of those circles. Meaning that if you want to create something, if you want to get authorization, if you want to get um, any form of cooperation, um, you need to grease some wheels. I know that makes sense. I mean, he's, he's not paying people off most likely. Maybe a dinner left or right, but... I think uh, that'll be the extent of it. But he knows people, and people you know usually trust you, or yeah. or, or they don't, obviously. Um, but th that trust is what gives Gilbert and Quant Network their edge. Besides that, their product is currently still superior above everything else for blockchain, DLT, legacy interoperability. Um, I mean, the Oracle certification and the SIA. Uh, implementation already speaks for that. Uh, same goes for Lackchain. But all those connections um, are, 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 are forged and, and, and created because he actually knows the people there. Yeah. And people know him and he can be trusted. That's, that's always been his thing. And, yeah. and, and, and obviously there's people attacking Gilbert himself, saying he's not an impressive man and that he's being carried everywhere he went and stuff. Yeah. Um, let's, it's, let's, skip, let's skip that and focus on the important stuff. Because indeed, being in so many organizations gives you a huge network. It has literal, literal network uh, advantages. So that's great. Um, I brought this up. Uh, Sorry, I just cut you with the fudders. Uh, I don't like the fudders. Cut out negativity. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, Quant Network is founded. It reads. It's a post from us. Beautiful uh, graphic from uh, Lexip. Um, yeah, and it, it reads the idea of Overledger started back in 2015. So that is kind of the point where Gilbert said, okay, I'm going to do it myself. And it forms the genesis of the blockchain ISO standard TC307, working as the CISO, Chief Information and Security Officer. It's an educated guess. That's it's just the, CISO. Yeah. Yeah. At of NSW, is it North South Wales? Probably. Yeah. North South Wales Health. Gilbert Ferdian experienced firsthand the challenges that arise New from South these New South Wales, sorry, yeah. Sorry, I'm not cracky. I'm not Australian. Um, from dispersed siloed patients, from dispersed, dispersed siloed patient records without the ability to sync and connect patient data across multiple networks, systems and jurisdictions. In parallel, a good friend of him worked in financial services and also wanted to solve a problem. Uh, with cross-border payments in markets where the systems weren't as mature. Collectively, they've worked for over two years to release Overledger, the blockchain operating system for the future. I guess a good friend of him must be Paolo Tasca. Tasca? Tasca could be, yeah. Tasca, yeah. I think we refer to that. So that this is kind of the genesis of, of Overledger. It's in 2015. 
then they started uh, developing uh, the system and it's kind of uh, released in 2017. That's also a thought point. Overledger has been in development since 2015. We, we, are, we are years ahead. It's already a product since 2017. Five years ago, we were there. It's Seven. not vaporware, guys. It's something that's actually running. <laughs> if, you, if you read this and understand the history, the thought gets even more hilarious. Um, okay, now this is a bit other stuff. I think the TC307 might form a good point for Jarno to take me over. Unless Jarno wants to share something. I don't know. Um, I feel I like we could I, never talk enough about Gilbert. And yeah, it's, it's, I mean, before uh, Tim moved on, I, th- I, I think Gilbert in general is just one of the most um, important factors right now. Oh, here, here we have the timeline. This is great. That's that's for the adoption mm-hmm. of um, of everything, and same uh, with the digital euro, the digital pound, the digital dollar. He knows all the all the wheels to grease, and he knows all the people. Um, and the same goes for for everything that's related to that, as you can see. Um, which is super important. And even if other people have the same product, they still do not have the connections. They still do not have the network and especially do not have the trust and the ear of the people that matter. And um, these are not old, cold leads. This is all warm and fresh. There are plenty of tweets going around where you see uh, that Gilbert still quote unquote bumps in to his, his former colleagues, which is super yeah. interesting. Tim? He literally said that. Yeah. No, we have a timeline here, a chronological timeline. Apparently, he first worked at the Computer Sur- Sur- Sciences Corporation. Killed a hacker. And, yeah, Two, th- yeah, 2001. A hacker so 2000, 2001. Yeah. So, so say that's 20 years ago. Say that that was his first job. Yeah. Then, then, then he was probably 22 there, something like yeah, that. And he already was head of security architecture and consulting back in... T- Back yeah. in the early 2000s, we, when we, we were, were still to listening calcul- to Britney we were Spears to calculate his, uh, his age. So if he graduated in 2000 from his master's, you, sh- you should go like five years back. And then <laughs> and then some. Uh, yeah, doesn't really matter. It doesn't. He's not going to die anytime soon, probably. Oh. Old age. Here. Always. Yeah, go um, to Chad. Yeah. Uh, so it's okay. Then he moved over to Anderson Young in 2007 to 2011. But this is interesting. Apparently, he was at Anderson Young, but also at HM's Treasury from 2009 to 2011 and jumped the ship for HSBC for one year um, to 2012. 2013, he joined the Ministry of Justice and PricewaterhouseCoopers. 2014, then he jumped over back to Australia, uh, worked there for two years, then jumped over to MasterCard for two years, and in the meantime, worked on Quant Network as a startup. And that's not the only thing he did, because he's also been in all those committees. Wow, this is impressive. (laughs) This is is insane. This is mind-boggling. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 
10 commissions. Yeah, but he's been, he's been carried his entire career by all his colleagues. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, yeah, I love I love the sarcasm always in that. It's, uh... Wow, no, it's really impressive. Um, we'll uh, link it uh, in in the description. I guess I feel like we could be talking. Yeah, the so that's but this. what's also interesting, and and from that we're going to move on to Moby. Is that a lot of the people that work at Quan Network right now, he he also oh. met and picked up in his in his travels in his jobs. He um, started his uh, sorry. He started his. Uh, I'm sorry for interrupting you again, Jarno. He started his studies in 1998. Yeah. So yeah. first bachelor. So, yeah. yeah. Then he could very well be kind of my age now. Not, nah, yeah. I don't know. 19, let's say he is from 1980? Yeah, I'm from 84. Let's say from the 80s. Early 80s, late 70s. Okay. Um, it's the, it's yeah, his no. team. We're, we're going to address the team in a different video, but a quick overview. The the guy, the the, 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 the CPO, product officer, Hargreaves, he's from Vocalink. Uh, then we got obviously Neil and stuff. Yeah. That dude, he met him at Vocalink. There were colleagues there. Yeah. So that's part of his network as well. So they share that connection, which is, which is really interesting. It means that at least what he did at Vocalink was appreciated because somebody went with him <laughs> in a way. Yeah. Uh, then we got the board members. Neil Smith also works for Qualcomm. Um, he's also a, a guy he, he probably met somewhere in some meeting. Yeah. Um, the tagged along. Well, the guy Dietrich, if, if you, he's former Rockefeller. Or is he still on the board? I don't know. But um, yeah, Rockefeller is also obviously... Uh, in bed with the, with the, with the consultancy firms, it's uh, if you ever talk about yeah, if you ever talk like a big conspiracy or a cabal or or or, or the smoky back rooms, um, these gentlemen uh, will uh, will be there, and that's where the deals are made, which is uh, a very good thing because um, well, there's this certain token. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's impressive stuff. Um, I feel like I've butchered the the part about Gilbert, but honestly, it's it's, it's really um, go to gilbertverdian.com. We'll just we'll, we'll just link it in the description. You yeah, can look it up yourself. Yeah. Ask questions and, if you have questions. Yeah, um, Tim will dig in for you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I will. Uh, yeah. No, but I think it's a good overview of, of roughly what Gilbert has done, and um, yeah. Do you Let's... actually have Crypto Eugene open on your tab? What the hell is going on? Fucking busted. <laughs> what? Oh, dude. <laughs> it's oh, doxed. So, I am doxed. Yeah. Um, well, we, have a new, uh, we, we could have a clickbait title. Is Tim Crypto Eugene? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> That's your shit post account on Twitter. Uh, oh yeah. man, if I ever found that out, this relationship is over. We're warned. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're done. Shots fired. Yeah. Yeah. Shots fired for sure. Hey, Tim, thank you. Um, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in straight away with another screen share. Let's Don't despair, it. guys, because this, uh, this part is actually prepared. <laughs> well, <laughs> ish. Um, okay. We're, we're just going to kick off. Um, do we have audio? 
Yeah, we have audio. We have audio. Make it full screen, please. We have audio. What you're going to see here is, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a community-made video. Um, I'm going to share this, gives a small overview, a quick overview of, uh, of Moby. Um, and, and Make from it full there, screen. Come again? Make it full screen if you play it. Yes, boys. And, and from there, we're just going to hop through some tweets, look at some websites, uh, do some minor discussion of what uh, um, benefits of this relationship can be. Okay, here we go. Quant Network joins Moby Alliance. Quant will collaborate in the pursuit of a minimum viable ecosystem that aims to standardize blockchain technologies. Moby and partners are creating digital ways of identifying cars, people, and trips, and securely exchanging and monetizing data. Quant want to create an open trusted network for people, machines, and data to operate securely and safely. Moby is a non-profit formed to accelerate and promote standards in blockchain for the benefit of the mobility industry. Quant Network is set to revolutionize blockchain technology with the development of their operating system Overledger. Overledger. Overledger, there's a rep going. Uh, watch going out, around. watch out, it's going to play. My view would be you should Oh, no. Okay. That's one of the people in this world that got so old so quick <laughs> michael saber yeah yeah it's funny there's, there's this meme going on um about crypto um crypto years and how they add to the uh, to the aging process oh dear i think i've become five years older in a, in a matter of a couple of years so <laughs> yeah it's, it's a real thing i, I think it exists yeah so so so, exists, yeah. so 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 what you saw in the video uh was a quick overview made by a community member um i'll put the, the, the video uh in the in the description digital ag that's one uh, subscriber um sorry got the yeah. i i oh, I, I, cr I, I crashed just there um what moby. is moby <laughs> yeah that's moby, the question we're gonna address yeah moby is um is a partnership and and it's it, it revolves around um standards um rules how would the future look um it's, it's a think tank and um we're just going to deep dive on that we're going to start here this is a press release from december 18th 2018 it reads quant network joins moby London, December 6th, Quant Network, an innovative technology company today announced that it has joined Mobility Open Blockchain Initiative, Mobi, a global consortium of industry-leading automakers, technology-based startups, and other mobility players. As a member of Mobi, Quant Network will collaborate with industry leaders in pursuit of the creation of a minimum viable ecosystem that aims to standardize blockchain and related technologies to bring transparency and trust to the industry, consumers, and communities and reduce friction and transaction costs in mobility. Quant Network's blockchain operating system Overledger provides interoperability between blockchains and existing networks and systems, reducing barriers to adoption facilitating innovative uses of blockchain technology with low risk to enterprise. So this is obviously a pretty hefty paragraph to read, um, but there's so much information there. And 
Um, what's obviously interesting is that we know Overledger is the operating system that can interoperate anything to anything. I once said it could make a toaster talk to an electric wheelchair, and it probably can. Um, I wonder what that would look like, though. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Anywho, um, what, what's, what's interesting is um, that they're talking about transparency, trust, um, standardization, um, and that goes obviously hand in hand with Gilbert and, and his goals. Um, it's the, the, the ISO standard is obviously what everybody needs to adhere to. So if everybody builds their blockchains um, to, to, and, and they're compliant to that ISO, um, that makes everything quote unquote better, safer, um, manageable. It, it, it can be, how do you say, controlled is not the right word. English is lacking here, but if everything is standardized, then you know what you can expect, and everybody else knows what they can expect when they create something new, um, which is which is super interesting. And if you look at what happens in the car market, because Mobi is mostly on the mobility, IoT, Internet of Things, transportation, um, there are many many standards in the vehicle industry. Think seat belts, think tires, think. Um, uh, crash cages, all that stuff. Um, it all needs to be built to a minimum standard to, to guarantee yeah. everybody's safety, to guarantee everybody's uh, well-being, uh, etc. But also to create a level playing field. I mean, if if BMW um, makes cars to a specific standard, and 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 some other company just makes cars in their garage and they don't have to abide by uh, what, what type of steel they use, what kind of nuts, what kind of bolts, um, then, then there's no competing because obviously the company that adheres to the standards um, has, has higher costs, more regulation and stuff to adhere to. So that also makes everything unfair. Mm -hmm. and, and, and standards create that level playing field so that everybody can can compete and everybody knows the rules. Yeah, I think, uh, but secretly they're also doing the, the 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 standards with cars just to make those cool videos with the yellow crash test dummies. It yeah. just looks cool. Exactly. Have you ever seen those videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see those crash crash test dummies flying all through windows and stuff. It's cool. So uh, watch it. Really satisfying for some reason. I don't know. I think that'd be a very satisfying job too, to be yeah. catapulted from zero to sixty in a couple of seconds and then rammed into a wall just to see if the helmet actually works. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do the job, but I, I mean, just looking at it all day, I, I could, I could do that as a living for a living. Yeah. All apply, just okay. wrecking cars to be fun. Yeah. So this, the, the, the standards. <laughs> Um, if, if you look at the future, um, you got the blockchain standard, you got obviously all the car standards um, for what they need to adhere to. Um, it, it, it only makes sense that where we're going to look at a future, um, it needs to be interoperable. So you're going to need, um, to a certain degree, uh, a, a layer that makes everything talk to everything. What, what was that? Was that two videos back when we talked about, uh, was that Accenture? No. Um, Dag? I think we've talked Concept? about Accenture, yeah. But I'm not that, sure that, if... They, they also want to make that smart cities and stuff. Simba. 
Yeah, Simba, they also work. Okay. Doesn't particularly matter. Everybody is about the, the internet of internet of things and and the smart cities and and, and shit. Um, but that's not going to work if, if if not everybody's on the same page. And that's why they created this um, kind of think tank. Uh, I saw it described somewhere um, where, where where everybody has all their cards. Well, obviously not, not, not all their cards, but a lot of their cards on the table uh, to show to one another to to, to just um, promote the, the the growth of of the sector. I mean, if everybody is 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 being sneaky and is just just writing all their notes in their own little notebook and they don't share with anybody else then innovation just takes longer. And obviously you have your company secrets, but if you start a think tank like this, an alliance or a foundation um, where you can just share related stuff for the future, um, innovation will go quicker. And, and it's, 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 it's very good that Quant's involved with this. Um, Gilbert also talks about this. He says, Quant Network is pleased to be collaborating with Moby. Um, so Quant is pleased to be collaborating with Moby, said Gilbert Verdian, CEO of Quant Network. Mobility, IoT, so that's the Internet of, the, uh, of Things, and transportation will be powered by distributed networks and are vital to the creation of future cities and communities. We are excited for the opportunity for Quant Network and Moby to collaborate in advancing the future of mobility and the machine economy today. Our overledger operating system will enable interconnectivity and interoperability of data between manufacturers, devices, transportation, and autonomous vehicles. I'm going to take this last paragraph uh, too. With over 100 member companies and growing, Mobi is collaborating with a wide variety of players in the mobility and blockchain space. We are working with many of the world's largest automakers and mobility ecosystem players, along with numerous startups, nonprofits, governments, transit agencies, and technology companies. By working together, we can make mobility services more efficient, affordable, greener, safer, and less congested. <sighs> they love uh, their long sentences. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so and, and and the rest is about quant network and moby we have we have we have more to read um but but this is um this this is beautiful because if if we and and we as the royal we if quant and overledger can become the interoperability solution um to be used mm. for whatever they create um imagine if every car is um in a way plugged in overledger um, yeah i mean yeah. We, we we know that overledger unlike many other cryptocurrency projects is about the data and the number of transactions yeah. it's not about the value of each of those transactions it's, it's about the volume of those transactions. yeah which which uh which brands are actually affiliated or partners with moby because uh, the first thing that comes to mind is really this thing that tesla is doing of just connecting all their cars. And for now, it's it's mainly Tesla and some other high-end automakers are working with this. But at some yeah. point, it's going to be one universal feature of all cars on the road. And then we're going to have so much data. Uh, yeah. and, and also, how are we going to let all those cars communicate with each other? Especially with self-driving vehicles. Uh, that could be overledger. 
that could very well be over last year. I wouldn't be surprised. Exactly. I, I, I'm looking something up because I want to share something which is, which now is important, and I, I wanted to share this in. Oh, that was the Dutch episode. Let's let's drag this in here. Can you see this? Yep, I can. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of. Uh, yeah, because because what is interesting is because memes. we're always talking interoperability, and there are obviously interoperability blockchains. So yeah. what they like to call themselves the layer zeros, but in our opinion, the the overledger moxies, um, they, they they are still layer ones. I mean, we're talking about the polka dots and uh, all those wannabe Ethereum killers, etc., which call themselves interoperability blockchains. Um, this this is not my, my my specialty. I'm just parroting some things. I do not gonna. I'm not gonna pretend that I really understand this in depth. Um, but 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 to a degree, what you see here, I don't know why this doesn't become bigger. That's what she said. Um, okay, you got different layers. Of... Could you click on the on the picture so we can? Yeah, I'm, I'm, this a I'm, bit? I'm trying. Oh, you are. Oh. Yeah, that's like I said, it doesn't get bigger. That's what she said. Oh. I don't know why this uh, doesn't work. Hmm. Okay, now. No, but it's really that's really annoying. Yeah. But there are different layers of interoperability, and most. Yeah, sure. It's. Why doesn't this just pop out? Do I need to go through it? Yeah, can, can you try and open this? It, it's in our yeah, podcast yeah, yeah, sure. thing. Yeah. Of course. Um, so I'll, I'll stop, stop sharing uh, my screen for a bit. That's fine. Uh, so what happens is that there's. Di- just, just look it up. It's okay. There's yeah. different le- different. Um, levels of interoperability and obviously you have permissioned, non-permissioned there's also a graph on that then you have permissioned private, permissioned public um, and, and that's the way that data is being uh, is accessible that's one thing many of the blockchains and blockchain solutions that exist right now cannot operate um, in a permissioned private environment, overledger can. Many of those blockchains are only um, blockchain to blockchain, or with, with with another step in between. So you 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 practically never get the network to network. Um, let's see. I don't know why this works on your end and not on mine. So um, I use the web. You probably use the app itself. I'm doing it in my browser. That might be the case. Anyways, um, so we're looking at those various layers of interoperability. Take me through it. Um, Well, I know that Quant and Overledger is the top layer, meaning that it sits on top of everything. Whilst most blockchain solutions are on the layer three, four. Can you take me to another graph? Because this is not all too familiar to me. The other one I'm a little bit more familiar with. With this. Yeah. So if you look at this and you see the bottom is level zero, says no interoperability. Um, Explanation is standalone systems that have no interoperability. Level one is technical interoperability. And the explanation is communication protocol for exchanging data. Bits and bytes are exchanged in an unambiguous manner. Level two reads 
syntactic interoperability, common structure or common data format for exchanging information. The format of that information exchange is unambiguously defined. Um, then we got level three, the semantic interoperability. Uh, meaning of data is exchanged through use of a common information model. The meaning of information is shared and unambiguously defined. Then we get level four, the pragmatic interoperability. Systems are aware of methods and procedures of other systems. Context is understood by all participating systems. This is where the, um, you can also see an example here to the left is the device cloud interfaces. This is kind of, I think, where Polkadot is on. So they, they, they can actually interoperate with, uh, with other networks and they are kind of aware of what they're doing, but it's not really a, a, a full understanding, um, et cetera. Then you got level five is the dynamic interoperability, maintains state changes between systems during runtime, including assumptions and constraints that affect data interchange. Then we got the conceptual interoperability full assumptions and constraints of meaningful abstraction of reality, fully specified but independent model. And from my understanding, from what I read in the Council of Guamf, is that there's a level seven. Yeah, that's and, where we are. And, and from what I gather is that Overledger is over there. It's like the, the router level um, interoperability. It can just understand anything process anything, translate anything, and, and, and do that without any any hiccups and any problems, if that makes sense. And, yeah. and what you see on the right of this graph is also the IoT data interoperability. And on the bottom, you see the IoT network interoperability. What is meant there is the data interoperability is, is literally, I think, what the what is being said while the network interoperability is how it is being said does that make sense yeah it does yeah so 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 the so the iot network interoperability would be um you you, you can send an email i can send an email to, to to tim and i i can i can just forward that and he can forward that but we do not understand what is in the email and with the data interoperability means you can actually write the email understand what you're writing it's kind of like a self-aware AI analogy kind of thing, if that makes sense. If I'm butchering this, uh, please let us know. Please come to the show. Please do better. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, but, but where yeah. I was going with this, thank you for sharing, Tim. No, it's, it's fine. Um, uh, was, was there another interesting graph, by the way, behind, behind this? Let's, let's have a look. Yeah, big brain vibrary. Uh, oh, yeah, this was what I was always talking about. Can you open this one? Of course. Um, this is uh, a graph reads main differences between the three ISO TC307 and WG5TS23635 types of blockchain networks. The last one, I have no clue what that is, but the graph reads in the most left uh, column, right to join open to everyone. Then underneath there, it says history and state available for observers. Underneath that one requires identification, authentication, and authorization. Below that, governed by an underlying orchestration entity. And below that, responsibilities and accountabilities can be established. Then the column to the right reads permissionless public. The one next to that, permission private. And the one to the right of that, permissioned public. 
So what you can see here is that not all networks are created equal, not all blockchains are created equal, and they all have their own quirks. Um, again, not going to pretend that I, I understand everything that's written here because I don't. But what is interesting to know is that when something is uh, permissioned and private, it, it means that you're going to be needing um, keys or encryption. And um, the same goes for the uh, permission public in a way. It's not everybody is always supposed to read everything. No. So if you have a blockchain um, that sends data from, 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 from A to B and not everything is encrypted, it is useless for specific use cases, say banks, say governments, um, or in this case, because we're talking Moby, my car. If I'm driving with my uh, Toyota Igo and it's self-driving uh, me to the, uh, the other end of the Netherlands because I need to work there, then mm -hmm. nobody needs to know. Nobody needs to know where I am. Nobody needs to know where I go to charge. Nobody needs to know where I park and where I charge because obviously all that data will be in a way on chain. Yeah. And preferably it will be on a permissioned private chain because that will be your own chain. And we're going to dive into SSI for a bit, self-sovereign identity. Um, that, that, that just means that you, um, you want to own your shit and everything that you send from your car to your house, because we're talking Internet of Things right now. That yeah. means right now, even if I copy something on my smartphone, um, it is linked to my Windows. I can just copy something here and I can paste it with Control V on my PC. So that's already an Internet of Things. I don't have to be on the same network here per se. If I, if, if, if I want to, I can probably set it up that, that I don't need that. But, but that means that my data is going across the internet. Yeah. And Overledger, what it can do is it, it just um, abstracts everything. It, it obfuscates, or how do you say that? Boss had a really nice term for that. Um, but it, 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 it just works with hashes. So everything um, is, is always encrypted um, and it makes it super safe it's super usable and it doesn't matter if the, if the system I mean my car can be um, interoperable at layer two or three mm -hmm. as long as the solution that sends my data to I don't know where um, is, 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 is higher does that make sense? It does. Is, is, is a higher tier of, of security and interoperability. And that's where you get the, the, the MDAP potential. And you can literally use Bitcoin encryption and security um, with, uh, with speed of, say, uh, a Hawthor and, 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 and the nano contracts of Hawthor and, and just build from there. I, as you can hear, I'm, I'm out of my depth right now. Um, but it doesn't matter if it's permissioned or private. It doesn't matter if it's off-chain or if it's offline. Overledger can um, can interoperate everything and it works with everything. And notice because Gilbert has been asked, can Overledger network and Overledger, can they settle offline CBDCs? And it can. So if it can do that, and that's to me 
the, the, the epitome of permission private, then, then it can do this too. I hope that makes sense. And if I'm not making sense, let me know. Yeah, <laughs> Please come it, to the show it, and explain. Yeah, it, Tim. it kind of does. Um, this is very technical. So Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's super technical. Uh, I started digging uh, and now I'm stopping. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not even going to try to replicate uh, what you just said. Um, <laughs> it probably doesn't even make sense. Let me know. <laughs> no, it, 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 it probably does, but I, I am not a technical expert. Yeah. Uh, so I'm leaving this where it yeah. is. Um, so where I was heading with this, that, that is important. So yeah. you can also stop digging. Um, is that I do not know if there are other interoperability solutions that provide the level of interoperability security and optionality that Overledger does. I don't know of any of those. And, and, and why that's interesting is because most companies are trying to be the new Ethereum. They're trying to be the new XRP. They're trying to be some sort of blockchain or DLT. And, and Overledger is not having any of that. Mm. They're like, okay, we're just stepping back. You can all build. You can create whatever you want. And, and, and we'll just make everything work. It's like, it's like you're getting a, a very good manager for, for a very big office with, 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 with shitty cooperation and nothing works and it costs a lot of money. And nothing gets done, and then then you just throw Gilbert in, and Gilbert just just gets shit done. Yeah, that was a I nice think, analogy. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to Moby. Yeah. And, uh, so we've been just taking this on a very abstract level, and a level I don't really understand. If we really want to address this, we'll have to. Uh, speak to someone who's actually posting actively in the console or, or whatever uh, because I don't dare to say anything about this. So let's get back into Moby uh, and get a little bit back on topic. But it's it's a great example of how deep this discussion is and that we are not um, making stuff up. This has been very thoroughly been thought about. Yeah, let's see. Um, where is Lord Farquand? Lord Farquand. Same with Sun. Just a tech guy. Those guys, give them a follow. Give them a yeah. follow on Twitter. They make all these tweet storms. I mean, this is a fucking 60 tweet tweet. It's madness. Um, same goes for uh, for Sun. Those guys, man. What, what you guys are doing for the community, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so this is what is Moby um, an alliance many of the world's largest vehicle manufacturers along with startups, NGOs, transit agencies insurers, toll road providers smart city leaders and technology companies creating standards in blockchain distributed ledgers and related technology and this summation alone shows how huge the vehicle industry is and this, this also shows and this is I'm not going to dive in here but how our entire infrastructure, how we live, has been customized for transportation. I mean, every so many hundred meters or kilometers, there's a gas station. There's parking spots everywhere. The lighting, the roads. I mean, this is your, this is your environmental design thing, Tim. 
I mean, everything is, is revolving around this. Flying cars, it's not going to fucking happen because there are too many entities and people making too much money with the current infrastructure. Same with gas, same with, with, with electric charges. I mean, we're blessed here in Rotterdam. We, we, we can just ride to uh, the city and they place a charger if you do not have one within 200 meters of your home, which is excellent. But, yeah. but it is not practical because it takes away two parking spots. And, and, and if you look at this, you can see that, 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 that the, the toll roads, the, the, the smart cities, everything is connected and everybody, everything is tied to transportation. Yeah. So how huge is it that this um, um, cooperation of more than 100 companies is coming together to create this thing and how badass is it that that, that, that we are on board in a way yeah. and in whichever way we are Tim. i think you could, you could even say that most modern cities actually mo- actually all cities are just centered around transportation it is the yeah. fundamental modus operandi of any city um and so we are now seeing also i've studied urban studies um, we are also seeing this move now towards a complete data science approach of just trying to understand cities based on all the data that is being well, produced every day and, and trying to understand that. Um, and as soon as you start putting everything into data, you, you start understanding how huge this is. And, and the fact that we are, again, partnered with... Well, I can't call it a project. Is it a company? How, how should I? How should we call it? I, I believe Moby is is, is 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 a think tank of sorts. It's a think tank. Okay. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Anyways, with this this entity which aims to centralize that and 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 standardize it, that's huge. Um, because. Yeah, the, 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 there is a lot of stuff involved in getting things right here. Uh, and well, the more stuff that goes through the network, the more valuable it is. Um, yeah, the new oil. It, it, it's, it's literally the new oil. Yeah. Well, um, and Moby creates standards, builds Web3, digital infrastructure for connected vehicles and Internet of Things. Commerce, Commerce, preserving data privacy is integral. Trusted trip initiative, new economy movement, non-profit, a global non-profit alliance of world's largest vehicle manufacturers, along with startups. So it's, it's, it's yeah, a non-profit alliance. It's kind of like a foundation, same as the Digital Bound Foundation and the Digital Euro and whatnot. It's um, Yeah, it can't be a company because they're obviously partners with all those. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah so it, it's it's like mm-hmm. a consortium, and everybody throws their their cards on the table that they have regarding specific subjects and specific topics. Um, if you look at this, uh, Moby in the news. If, let's see the, well, the, 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 the a team. I was looking for something. Maybe I set this up already. Let's just go back to Lord Farquhar. Um, he goes on. Um, tweet sixty three. Uh, madness, category- absolute madness. <laughs> yeah. We started tweet 60. Yeah, these guys, man, they put so much time in. 
Um, the categories for standards, this is by the way, August 4th, 2021, it's pretty recent. Um, the standards it's working towards include vehicle identification, usage-based insurance, digital identities and payments, electric vehicle grid integration, connected mobility data marketplace, supply chain, finance, and smart contracts. Um, I, I want to touch on these for a bit. Um, sure. Vehicle identification is obviously really interesting because right now we use license plates and we have VIN numbers, which is a vehicle identity number that is stamped on the on the frame and at the window, and it's all counter theft and vehicle identification with with crashes and shit. Um, but it's going to all be done um, so much more efficient and and, oh. and 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 smarter and more anonymous. I mean. Um, Technically, if you have somebody's license plate now, uh, you could technically look him up in a way. Um, and, and, and humans are, are, are kind of needed to, um, to put the pieces together, if that makes sense. If you make this all digital, you can encrypt it. And, and we're always talking about um, anonymity and, 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 and I don't know if zero knowledge proof is, is correct in this case. But um, the, the only entities we cannot trust in this world is other humans. Computers can, can be trusted if, if the code is verified by multiple parties. Does that make sense? It does. So technically, if I, if I get pulled over by a police officer, I need to show him my identification. There's obviously a chance of bias while he pulls me over, blah, blah, blah. Hey, you're a 20 something in a Ferrari. Um, but he gets to see your name, your address. He gets to look up all your data. Um, if the police officer were a robot, then he could just read some codes and just um, get uh, check marks. Um, is, is the car and the owner a match? Check mark. Is this and that correct? Check mark, check mark, check mark. That means that your anonymity is, is, is guaranteed in many more ways. Does that make sense? kind of does yeah same goes with when there's a crash vehicle identification we're driving in the toyota igo um we miss the turn we roll over twice we crash against the lamppost there goes a signal Boom! lamppost is broken why is the lamppost broken Pink! oh there's a toyota igo uh that's in shambles it's burning now because the sensors tell that okay we need to sell police we need to sell fire to, uh send fire department we need to send an ambulance because the car is owned by that guy and that guy just checked in with his own tag so we know who's in the car and and all that data can all be anonymous nobody has to know it's it's yarno or if it's tim it can just be yes owner and car is a match or it's a mismatch but it's somebody else and then they know oh uh, hold on she's pregnant because she decided to share that so we also need to prepare this and that maybe send two ambulances so the potential is endless. It's, 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 it's ginormous, but it really needs a lot of security. And it also needs um, the anonymity. And, and, yeah. and oh man, I'm getting all excited about this. Um, but also what you get from there, and it's the next one, is the usage-based insurance. Right now, I have a car. <laughs> I own a Ford Focus and I pay uh, tax for it. And I pay insurance for it. Cost me about. Yeah, you swapped your car. The last time we uh, met, you drove uh, the 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 e Miro. Yeah, no, we still have that. I have my own car. Oh, okay. We have, we have two. We have we have two cars. Ah. But 
Um, the Ford Focus is mine, and it's it's a, it's a two-liter four-cylinder. It's a pretty pretty quick little thing, um, but but it's just standing there, and the only time when I use it for the last year is when I go to drive to my dad, and then I only drive it because otherwise it doesn't drive at all. I use about a quarter tank of gas every quarter year, so about a tank of gas in a year. So I make zero kilometers practically. Maybe maybe a thousand a year right now, but I still pay. Obviously, I have a lot of discount, but I still pay 100% of the discount of um, insurance fee, which is based on an average of 20k kilometers a year. But I drive a twentieth of that. Also, I used to be a driving instructor. I'm a really good fucking driver. I literally know laws by heart. Literally. So I, I'm, I'm pretty good on the road. I should pay less for my assurance than, than somebody that's just 23 and gets his first lease car. Even yeah. if it's a Toyota Igo. Um, yeah. It's hard right now to, to prove that. It's hard to show that. And, and even if it is possible right now, you need to agree to share so much data. I mean, there's obviously already alcohol locks in cars. I mean, if you've ever been, been caught um, driving under the influence of alcohol, made a crash, you can get an alcohol lock. You need to blow into a straw before you can start your car, etc. cetera. Um, but that's also invasive. And that's also data that, that, that gets shared with other people. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Digital identity touched on this, same as with payments. Um, you, you can just have your car <laughs> do everything. If you go into a parking garage, it's already now already there at the tech. Um, you can just register your car with Park Mobile, for instance. And as soon as you drive up to uh, a parking garage, it just reads the, uh, the license plate and, mm. and, and the boom opens. You can drive in and when you drive out, you just get billed for the amount of time that you spend there because they know which garage you were at, etc. But you need to Give permission for that. And for that, you need to make an account. And that account is obviously not anonymous, blah, blah, blah. Um, that can all be standardized. That can all be managed. They're working towards that. Electric vehicle grid, what I talked about earlier. Um, mobile data marketplace. You could sell your own data if you want to. If you say, okay, I drive a lot of kilometers. I have 20 cameras in my car. If you have a Tesla, you probably have that amount somewhere. Mm -hmm. Why does Google need to drive around with that with those camera cars? Teslas take up everything. Yeah. I mean, if, if you actually, bang a Tesla on the roof, you can actually let it make pictures of its surroundings. Actually, that's already happening. I read in the news this week that here in the Netherlands, uh, the 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 like the, the Ministry of or at least the department that kind of maintains, does the road maintenance, maintenance mm -hmm. and stuff. They actually have a partnership now with uh, Mercedes-Benz and all Mercedes cars in the Netherlands are sending their data to uh, the government to measure the roads. So um, I'm not sure how that will work, but I read something about that. So all the, the cars are being used as, as well. Sensors? Or, yeah. Or, yeah, as these mobile sensors indeed. Yeah. Um, so it's already happening. 
Yeah, exactly. I think uh, Mercedes is uh, is not doing that for free, obviously. But, they will but, probably but, sell their. Uh, yeah, stuff. but it's it's my data. It's 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 my data. It's my car. Obviously, you probably need to give permission to do that. But that's why they're working for the standards, standards, yeah. regulations, rules, and same goes. And this is what, what Tim just addressed: supply chain, finance, and then you got the smart contract stuff. Um, not really sure how that um, mixes in. But I think it's 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 a logical addition. Um, so the future is literally already here. Um, Tim, Tim said it very eloquently a couple of episodes back. Um, the problem is not the technology. The problem is um, is the law, the yeah. law and 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 the words. I'm getting tired. Um, this is a long thread. Look at yeah. the <laughs> we are at sixty four and we're it, not it, even. No, no, we're going to cut this off in a bit. Um, so uh, he continues. This is a wide range of categories for a wide range of companies, which will be using blockchain. And blockchain is is here um, meant as, I think, also DLT, distributed ledgers. I think blockchain is, is going too short. I think there's more uh, to, to, to that. Let's call it DLT. Um, and they need to be interoperable. By joining Mobi, Quant can use its membership as a multiplier to market overledger as an interoperability solution to 100 plus members using mobi as an example we can explore quant's other partnerships with large organizations and standards bodies and now he moves on to the isos and stuff i'm going to move on to um i i think we addressed enough of this i, th I think we can deep dive more i'll just put all these links in the description um but but mobi is still a current partner it's uh, because people always want to see the proof on both ends. Uh, Quant's still on their website. Um, it's, it's the old logo, but who can blame them? Um, just if you're interested, read up. This is a rabbit hole. There was also some new data. I didn't get, I didn't took the time to, to read up on this. Um, go to Count Chill. Their link is in the description as well. Um, give Ultra Quamfi a pat on the back. Um, man's doing so much work for this community and uh, it's uh, it's amazing now the, the bottom line of Moby is Moby is Moby is huge a couple of names that are in there um, I, 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 I can look that up a, a, a bit um, but one of them is is, is, is BMW um, Volkswagen a lot of um, a lot of European companies not sure Ford is also in, uh, involved I'm I'm just too tired now. I'm not, I can't even type anymore. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. I didn't but, follow everything he ah, said at some point <laughs> because we got to a very high level of yeah um, abstracting well, what... a partnership, which is great, um, and it opens up all the 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 the, 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 the well, oh, man. Yeah. all the possibilities that are there. It, it, there's a huge plethora of, of possibilities. It touches everything, doesn't which, it? Yeah, yeah, and it's we can think of endless opportunities here, and it's really up to Moby and, and all those other partners that, that Quant is working. Well, at least that are working with Quant. Quant is not working with them; they use Overledger. Yeah, um, and to, to define and figure out what they're going to do, or at least um, Quant has a seat at the table because obviously yeah. this is a nonprofit. So, whichever solution they create, you you can. Bet your ass that Gilbert is at, at at the table, 
and no. and he's like okay hold on and he most likely those people that's why we also got his resume this early in the uh, in the partnership series because it's um it's instrumental to 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 get stuff done that yep. you know people yep. and that you have the trust epsi european blockchain moby bet your fucking ass that they're involved with each other yeah no doubt definitely yeah um that makes it so interesting the, the entire network that that is being built there did we address the the the, the partnerships of moby uh, i saw it coming up in the tweet but i can't define partnerships uh, as in the, the 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 companies affiliated with Moby. Yeah, I was, I was I was going to look that up. Okay. Um, and 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 then I decided I couldn't type anymore. Um, let me see. And because do, I think do, that do, that might do. be the final point that we can make about it. Um, yeah. but it it is again one of those partnerships that people forget about. Um, uh, and we're literally doing this this series as well to kind of defocus from the CBDCs and all the the the, the noise that is being made there uh, and, and and remember people that it's it's broader than that you really need to refocus again and and, and share the people the bigger picture Can you I, find I, it the, yeah i'm 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 going to bring up son's tweet um cool. yeah he has a thread and i i, I oh great to... this is great yeah yeah so a small thread on the possible role of quant in Moby Dick in brackets. What you see here is an infograph and it reads Moby uh, with its logo, then it reads focus, transportation, comma, identity. Then we move on to blockchain infrastructure, MobyNet. The tech partners are Consensus, R3 and IBM. Members are 20 financial institutions plus 140 plus corporates. And the names that show up here are Hitachi, BMW, Bosch, Toyota, Hyundai, Honda, Renault Group, General Motors, Ford, Continental, uh, SAE International. And SAE is a standards body for uh, lubricants and oils from the top of my head. Now we got Accenture, the European Commission, the Swiss RE, don't know what that is, ZF, is that a car brand? I don't know. And Pacific Gas and Electric Company. Um, These are obviously big names and there's way more. Oh, it's uh, a vehicle components uh, company from... um, um, Same as as Bosch. From Germany. So it it stands for ZF. Zandraadfabriek Friedrichshaven. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it basically uh, delivers uh, core components. It's uh, based in uh, Germany. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh, Son continues. So, what is Mobi? Mobility Open Blockchain Initiative. Mobi is a global consortium of industry leading automakers. We've seen this 20 financial institutions, 140 corporates. What you see here is another infographic, and it reads, Enterprise Ethereum Alliance, European Commission, Faraday Future, Fetch, Ford, Fernando Pombo Foundation, The Future Move Automotive, General Motors, Renault, uh, etc. Let's see if we close this. Um, what is Quant to do with Moby? Quant joined Moby in 2018. Um, 
He says, uh, after joining this enormous ecosystem, we didn't hear a lot about Moby's possible use of Overledger until now. Moby made a huge announcement last week. A pilot involving 280 million vehicles with the EU Commission to pilot and test their newly developed ecosystem and tech stack. Fun fact, 280 million is more than a sixth of vehicles worldwide. Okay, that's a lot. Like, um, <laughs> Moby's newly revealed tech stack consists of three layers. One of them being MobyNet, where Quant fits in. A layer two, this is a quotation. Uh, so that's quote, a layer two protocol agnostic digital infrastructure for internet of thing commerce by allowing application interoperability and multi-party data sharing, end quote. Um, there's a link here. This is most definitely quant because it's the application interoperability, multi-party data sharing. Uh, that sounds very MDAP-y. I'm opening a, a, an infograph now. It reads MobiNet, protocol agnostic network. Enables all stakeholders to share, exchange, and monetize mobility and transit data. That's what we talked about earlier, that you can actually um, own your own shit and, and sell your own shit if you're willing to share. Um, Cytopia enables trusted trips and payments for smart mobility, decentralized platform for mobility applications with data privacy and protection. Um, and uh, number one is Mobi, the global nonprofit industry consortium, creating standards and digital ways to identify parts, vehicles, businesses, infrastructure, trips, and transactions, technology, and ledger agnostic. Um, beautiful. This is, by the way, from January 18th. So this is really recent. Almost missed this. Jesus. Where's <laughs> there? There's more. We all know Quan developed the first DLT API gateway. And what do we see at picture number two in the MobiNet tech stack overview? Yep, a DLT API gateway. I checked all members. Quant is the only one providing this tech. Good old son. He pulls up a Quant Network Overledger screenshot from the Quant Network website. And it reads the world's first DLT gateway for business. And it says Overledger will help you ensure that your business is ready to make the most of every opportunity, both now and in the future. Why? Because as an API gateway for distributed ledgers, it delivers universal interoperability, connecting any system to any network or any DLT, old or new. Then he brings up uh, a sheet or an infograph from Moby themselves, which is really complicated for me to read to you. So I highly suggest. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't go. No, no, no. We're, we're not going. That's go far in depth. Honestly. No, but what's interesting so, is no. that they are literally referring to the core DLT one API gateway, core DLT two API gateway, and this is obviously just a schematic. Um, but they're talking explicitly on legacy applications. They're talking explicitly about DLT, etc. And and we know that Quant is eminently qualified to do this. And as Sun states here. Um, I, I did the work and I didn't find anybody else that has even remotely the potential to do this, uh, which is fucking awesome. Um, we know that Quant is still close with Moby. 
because of a June 2021 press release by Moby. Um, Sun uh, links that here. I'm not going into this. Oh, yeah, highlights. Uh, blah, blah. Moby uh, quotation blockchains enable a transactional record that can be securely shared across business networks, accelerating the digital transformation of network economies. Consumers and businesses alike will benefit from these shared data assets and processes. And then they name drop Quant Network uh, at the bottom, together with Accenture and, and, and a bunch of other um, big companies. Um, Quant is most likely, oh, this is the TLDR. <laughs> Quant is most likely the interrupt provider for, for Mobi, another gigantic Mobi dick client ecosystem. Finance is the focus, but it's just one of many targeted sectors that needs overledger technology. Quant journey is yet to begin. Future is very bright. Finn, thanks, Sun. I'll definitely credit this in the description. Um, it's, uh, yeah, this is lovely. This is a, this is a, a fresh use case. Perfect summation of uh, summary of, of what's going on and and, and, and what's ahead. Um, and again, yeah, it's finance. Finance is interesting. And CBDCs are interesting. But how many in this crypto world sphere are are targeting this? And 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 if they are targeting, are actually being used, especially at a level. Um, this it's mind-boggling. It is. It is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Blew my mind. Uh, I zoned out once again, just by trying to comprehend uh, what's going on. You and were I think counting private yachts, weren't you? Yeah, I, I, I did. Um, I think this is a very good TLDR version of Moby. Yeah. And um, it brings us to the part in the episode where we're going to do questions. Yeah. So we're uh, going to drop the IQ a little bit. Now, yeah. we, we, we love you guys. We got we got a question. What was the guy's name? Pedro, I guess. Pedro. Pedro. Pedro, Pedro asked us a bunch of questions on Instagram. Um, thank you so much. Unfortunately, the vast majority of questions you asked are... Um, only to be able to they can only be answered by people that already have a live overledger subscription that are actually using um, the product or are very very savvy developers um, it's um, you, you obviously put a lot of work in asking the questions yeah. which we really appreciate but um, it's, 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 it, 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 it's, it's too much it's too much. It's too detailed, and it it, it, it it requires a lot of of knowledge on our end from 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 how um, how everything works. Um, I notice I notice is vague. Uh, Tim, where did you share those questions? Uh, I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Maybe, maybe you can share them. I, I want to address one or two of those questions still, Pedro, sure. because I really appreciate the, um... the, t- the time you took to ask these. Should I message them personally to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just send them to like, me in, in, in our private... Uh... I'm sure. Uh, give one second. So many... I'm still looking at Tim's snowy windows. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. I, I always walk barefoot, but today it was four degrees. Took a little bit of getting used to again. My God, man. It's, uh, 
was nice and warm a couple of days ago. <laughs> and and, yeah. and now and now there's actually snow falling from the skies again. Uh, there it is. Yeah, better. Okay, let me see. Um, yeah, you ask, for instance, how is the service priced? Um, these these questions for I mean for the for a gateway, um, we, we we talk a hundred pounds yeah. for uh, a, 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 the bottom tier developer, two hundred pounds for uh, another developer. I believe it's one thousand pounds for answer. I think there's this schedule that somewhere is being listed. Yeah. Pricing scheme. I'll look it up for you. I can actually yeah. find this. But, it, but on Telegram. Th- that's that's what I'm talking about. But from the single developer, the the one thousand pound tier up, we we do not know. Um, you're also asking. Uh, let's see. Tell us about innovations with gateway providers. How does it work? Give us some examples of gateway projects. We we don't know because. Um, Everybody is very hush. That's that's one thing, and the other thing is not all the tools are available yet. There's no mainnet available yet, um, so so there's not really much to go at right now. Um, no. Co- community gateways are are in a phase where they're kind of in limbo. I mean, there is a testnet environment, but it's it's also um, there are a lot of economic incentives for people not to share <laughs> what what they're creating. Uh, because yeah, plagiarism is very easy in this in this world. It's just a copy paste, and and your project is no longer yours, but it's it's somebody else's. Um, so that's kind of a bottleneck in a way. Um, let's see. Do, do you have more questions of of his Tim? Um, I'm just looking at the pricing scheme. I'm pretty sure it's somewhere on Telegram, but I don't know where. Uh, oh yeah, here first is this question. How would you think would be the smartest way for Airbnb to benefit using Overledger? Um, that's it. I'm not sure what Airbnb wants to achieve using Overledger. I mean, yeah. um, I could imagine them uh, linking their services to other services. On the other end, I see Airbnb. I would personally see Airbnb as a a centralized service. They want to keep everything in their own ecosystem. Um, on the yeah. other hand, uh, what, what, what I can imagine uh, there is that um, it kind of becomes a platform where kind of local restaurants and stuff start joining in, in into it and, 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 and local service providers start tuning into the Airbnb experience. So you need to overlet you there probably but i'm not sure uh, this is, i have one those I are very one. specific questions yeah airbnb can create an mdap they they can, they, can. Cre- they, they can create an mdap because what what they can do is they want people to join um they do not per se want to know who who the renter is who the renters are so they can actually make that data anonymous they can use smart contracts to pay for uh for how many nights you stay um they do not have to have your identity if you can make an ssi type of uh app whatever and and people can just upload their 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 stuff i don't know but you can go that route again i'm I'm not a developer but 
the, the options are endless. You can use multiple blockchains to secure the data on because right now they're probably uh, just writing stuff down somewhere, maybe in a Google Doc or whatnot. Um, you can put that on the blockchain so it's encrypted, so it's immutable. And, 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 and the same goes with payments. You can use smart contracts for that. Um, yeah, stuff like that. I mean, the options are, are, are literally endless. The, the question you need to ask is what is the benefit? Why would, why would Airbnb use a blockchain solution and, and, and an interoperability protocol operating system uh, like Overledger? What's the point? I can imagine that if you have like a very big, um, I don't know, hotel consortium and you want to make that interoperable with, uh, with airfields and with passports and with um, maybe health data, say COVID, and, and, and people could share uh, if they're vaccinated or not without telling they're vaccinated or not. Um, does that make sense in a way? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's... Um, yeah, but that that could be one of the use cases. Um, I'm just in the meantime looking at the pricing scheme. It, it is somewhere out there. Um, I'm just yeah. not sure where I can find it. I, um, I believe if you type it in in the Quamfi Lounge, there's a command. That's what I. Pricing. Yeah, something like that. Okay, let's see. But Lots. but 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 um, so. <laughs> I'm 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 crashing and burning now. Um, yeah. The questions, Pedro, going so deep into the the application yeah. of of the tech. I'd suggest if you're really interested into that, I mean, you can think the, think up the questions. So I can understand that you may even work in the field. Join the developer group. Links is in link are in the description, yeah. or join us in council and council. Um, there are. A lot of knowledgeable people from the field that are most likely very willing to spar with you on this. Yeah. And again, man, I really appreciate the time you took to ask these questions. I'm sorry we cannot find them all. We did um, look them through together yesterday. Um, and, and we just concluded that it is way too either too abstract or too specific for us to give a reasonable answer to. And I hope yeah. that at least the Airbnb question um, gave, gave, gave you something to go on. Um, yeah, and there are some other questions, uh, like the, 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 what makes Overledger special in terms of security? Well, um, I can think of a general answer, but I think it's much better for you to go into the Conchil, uh, go into the developer group, um, and, and, and go with the people there. There is a lot of expertise in those groups. Those people know it way better than we do. Yeah, this is, this um, is, this is coding and, level questions. Which is yeah, and, and, really and there are actually also some people, uh, on, especially in the developer group, who are actually coding and, and making stuff so they can think with you. Uh, we are not on that level ex of expertise, so sorry to disappoint you there. But we can guide you in a general sense in the right direction. We are yeah. generalists both. We know a lot, but we don't know very specific stuff. Um, so that's also the role we're trying to have. And the guests in this podcast, which we will bring in at some point, are going to be more in-depth for you. Yeah, we're going to look for specialists, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, um, yeah, so I hope we hope not to disappoint you. But <laughs> um, 
copy the questions, copy paste them, put them in the uh, well in the Telegram chats, and I'm, I'm next question. Convinced people will help you there. Yeah, no, let's let's go to other questions. Uh, brain freeze. Hmm. Um, yeah, we're already here for like two hours now. Yeah, we also had an interesting discussion before. Yeah, yeah that's also true. Yeah, uh, okay. love this job. <laughs> no, no, it's it's really interesting. Uh, let's see. Oh, here I have it here. Uh, okay, so we, we got a question uh, about. Okay, it reads the FUD claim of Q and T team dumping slash selling one hundred fifty million dollars worth of tokens during the last run ah yes the hyperbole i love that yeah the what ah you know they 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 choose for dramatic effect to 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 call it 150 million euro dump what happened was price was 150 and 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 the uh, the team sent a bunch of tokens 100,000 tokens or something to to binance Something yeah. like that. You're looking as, as if I'm talking absolute utter bullshit. No, 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 no. It's I can remember, but um, it, it was it a couple of months back. There, the team sent sent a bunch <laughs> of tokens. What was it yeah. 10k, 15k tokens? Where we were 100. Market was down. Everybody was crying already because why price jump? And and then the team. They 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 sent they sent a bunch of tokens, and and they didn't even sell them then and there, but but then the rumor was the team is dumping 150 million dollars worth of you know. I've, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've I, never, I remember something like that, but I I've think it's never, been the narrative. I've never seen the team dump tokens on us. I am oh, here dude. since 2020, and so I'm obviously not here since the beginning. But I haven't seen the team dump any tokens. I have seen the team selling. I've seen the team selling at four. I've seen the team selling at eight, 12, 20, 80, 100, 300, um, 400, and, and all the way down. And, and it, it is very, very simple. In the white paper, it stated that they have company reserve and they can sell tokens from there uh, whenever they want. And, yeah. um, they're not going to time the market. That's not how it works. They just continuously <laughs> continuously sell. Yeah. And think about this. To everyone saying that, if they really cared um, about price action, why the hell did they start in a bear market in 2018? That doesn't make any sense. Burn 9 million of their own tokens yeah. in a smart contract. Because people, the second wallet on Etherscan is a smart contract. It's not a wallet. It's a smart contract. And nobody has access to the smart contract. It's the perfect burn address. It's not even the classical burn address. No. So, no, I always disregard. There's this 9 type million of tokens in there. And Gilbert burned them from his own wallet. With, well, the simple answer that they've been selling continuously, they don't time the market. That's yeah. not how it works. That's also not how it's stated in the white paper. They're how many just do they doing have left? their thing. They have 120 and, left? 120,000? Yeah, and they, they only can sell once. No information. So, that's that. I I even forgot that this FUD existed, really. Yeah. 
I remember because it was well, it's, it's good it's good to mention it again um okay then uh q and t 2022 predictions i don't know we we had a little bit of a discussion <laughs> one k end of year up. yeah uh number pro- pro- yeah uh yeah number go up okay and then one question uh practically and mathematically analyzing how much price of q and t can go with relations to the adoption uh with with regards to the time uh, so that that yeah. would be kind of uh we we tried that last week in the dutch episode yeah we did right but, we, um... we, we we tried that we 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 looked at what rule pell yeah. tweeted on the rate of adoption that was happening with the internet and yep. they were talking about a 76% yearly growth in users and currently blockchain is getting 137% so that's kind of like a 2x and if this persists the, the growth curve will be in, the again? will be on 5 billion wallets uh in 2030 um which is interesting because that means that yeah we got there the last talk because we were talking about the, the, the how much volume increase would there be because if we look at the daily volume now for the entire uh coin market cap then you can say that there's how much volume was there again so the 100 million no 100 billion a day, 70 billion a day. Tip. Sorry. What was uh, the question? I was looking let, at. Uh, let, 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 let's I was looking about one. a tweet about uh, a Mercedes and a Tesla, and I was just dreaming away of yachts and private chats. And stuff. <laughs> I no, know, um, right? Uh, no, I'm actually digging up the. Yeah, the, the 24, the, hour, tw- 24 hour volume for the entire crypto right now is 138 billion. So 138 billion, there are currently right now. Estimation of rule pal about 227 million wallets. So that means that there's about um oh my god, there, there goes the math again. So that means that, that that's about two hundred dollar volume per wallet right now. Yeah, that's where it will be. But the expectations is there will be five billion wallets in 2030, in the best case. So that means that's a 25x from the amount of wallets that is there right now. It means the volume needs the 25x, meaning we'll be at what? 20, 30 trillion? I'm, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm not working some, with your calculation. Something some, some I don't know. Don't, don't let me do math, people. We, Wait, we, what we are we exactly looking at? Then I'll, I'll share my screen for a bit. <laughs> We, we crashed uh, and burned there in the Dutch video as well. Um, is it this thread about the network effects taking yeah. place? And the, the, yeah, the, the... yeah that, that's, it. that's so it. So we can wrap it a little bit here. And the, the question, let's keep on the question. Uh, it's kind of the... What was, that? What was exactly being asked? Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, no. I lost it again. Uh, you lost what? No. The, the question, wait... <laughs> oh my god uh, we were doing so well yeah, we, we were doing, doing well so with... well almost no wasted time nope. oh. at least we hope you enjoy this we uh, yeah but we, 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 we hope you enjoy 
us wasting your time with our senseless yeah, okay. gibberish and endless googling yeah. of stuff we should have had prepared in advance Tim? yeah but that's not the way we roll okay so practically <laughs> it also it's also in the question which is really confusing so practically a mathematical well i'm not a mathematician neither is your no so uh, <laughs> uh analyze, analyzing how much price of queuing tea can go with regards to the adoption versus time okay yeah. so uh, it boils down to network effects and then yeah. we can say something about that uh, using this thing that Royal Paul uh, published on the 12th of March, which is now a bit more than two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Okay, um, yeah, let's rush through it. Basically, uh, Raul publishes uh, well, a matter of charts here, and his argument is that crypto is following the same adoption curve of the internet. And if you extrapolate that, he reaches uh, a total number of users at the end of 2025. Um, You would get around two and a half billion users at the end of 2025. And if we... Extrapolate yeah, that's, 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 towards 2030, you get 5 billion users, yeah. roughly, yeah. of crypto. And currently, there are, let's say, 300 million users. Mm-hmm. So, currently, we are at 300 million, and we are expected to grow to 5. Uh, hold on. He calls it participants. And he did that intentionally because he takes wallet counts. So, okay. this is a wallet count, and this is not an actual... User count was interesting. Uh, yeah, okay, was yeah, born comfy made uh, today. Yeah. Now, okay. So let's let's count wallets. Um, but let's say we sex sixteen x uh, this decade. Hmm. Is that a fair volume? Assumption? Yeah, sixteen yeah, x. But the volume will not sixteen x, because Metcalf's law states that with every participant, the network grows exponentially. So then so, we would grow 16 squared. Uh, no. Oh. You, would, you, you would grow a, a square with every added user. So it would be... Oh, man. This is where probably... Yeah, math we are not mathematicians. We, we shouldn't be doing this. Anyways, what you see is that the entire crypto space... Billions and billions is expected. Yeah, let's let's not do stuff we are not experts about because that is embarrassing. We are already are embarrassing ourselves. The the numbers get really, really stupid really quick. Yeah, um, but the entire value of the network is well expected at least for some reason. It follows the adoption curve of the internet. I think uh, if we're Hargreaves and someone else who published in Harjono, I think, uh, who published in a paper somewhere last year that they expect the total value of the crypto market to go towards 27 trillion yeah. by 2027, something like that. Yeah. So, well, if we take those numbers and, and, and that growth and we take it back to Q&T, the only answer is that number go up, sir. That that yeah sorry it, it, that's literally what's going to happen. We know yeah. that I can't give you exact numbers, um, no. but we see the space grow. It is following a curve 
which yeah. we have seen before. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can just yeah. anticipate and, growth. And, and what you need to keep it's in mind, simple. what you need to keep in mind is that um, we are still a little itty bitty tiny speck on yeah. on anything right now. And would we, I say, crypto? Um, nobody knows, nobody uses, and nobody trusts. Um, and 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 eventually, when, when when this gets more traction, I think it will it will stop following the internet adoption curve. I think it will go way quicker, especially yeah. because a lot of infrastructure that wasn't there yet with the internet. It's um, to be built now. It just needs to get connected. Exactly. So that's one of the big things about crypto is you can do it with your wallet. So if you're a farmer in South America um, and, and they just throw down phone poles remotely, not physically, but just wireless poles, um, you can get connected. And that means that everybody can get a bank account. That means everybody can can just join in yep. on the fun. And, uh, and, 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 and then it gets really interesting of... Um, because we reached the question again, I think that's the fundamental question: is who's going to win that race? Now the assumption is is that Bitcoin is still going to be well the the, the main and dominant player in this field, but I don't think that's the uh, case. Bitcoin. Will We're be talking about the entire space, and then if you look at it through a connection lens, there's only one player who can do this. Well, there, there are multiple players, of course, but there's one dominant player, and that's us. It's mind-boggling. And on that bombshell. <laughs> yeah. Now Ethereum Ethereum will eventually flip Bitcoin and and, 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 and Quant will most definitely in the future flip probably both of them. And I know people yep. believe that it's not possible for an ERC twenty to flip Ethereum because then you could simply buy up all the Ethereum and some stupid shit like that. Um but 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 the use case is just it's outrageous and because That's all the tra- because all the traffic is now because people people make the mistake to think that if the value of quant goes to reach the ethereum value mm-hmm. that ethereum needs to grow proportionally because they assume that everything is done on the ethereum network meaning that if that's the case then ethereum would proportionally grow it doesn't fucking work that way 99% plus of what's going on with quant is off chain it's on over ledger and and only the state changes on the ledger are being communicated so all the stuff underneath there that's what makes it interesting and that's where the q and t is being used so you take one q and t you 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 shred that to 18 decimals and you use that over over ledger network Ethereum doesn't know. Ethereum just knows that there's one QNT that's on uh, on a wallet on a ledger, and that's being used off chain. And that's where all the magic happens. And that's where everything going on. And that's where the value is created. And that's where the speculation comes in. And that's how Quant can technically flip Ethereum. Anyway, I'm I'm done. I'm tired. Uh, I'm saturated. Yeah. I, I think you're saturated as a listener as well. You've heard us rumble about Gilbert's resume. <laughs> You've heard us rumble about Moby. Uh, we've tried to do some maths. That, that's where you've really... We had some questions. Listening. When yeah. Moon? 
Imminent. If you're still here, uh, no doubt we uh, really, uh, really appreciate it. Um, nice prepared slash unprepared episode. It <laughs> was a bit messy from my side, uh, for which I apologize, but I think it's our style. I yeah. think we uh, still did a great job. There was one final thing that I wanted to show, uh, and I'm going to link that. Um, I can actually I'll, I'll share my screen very briefly. <laughs> It's short. I'll share it in the description. Uh, this is the truth I was talking about all episodes. Um, so the idea and oh, inception yeah. was in 1997. Stemmed from security. Uh, had a concern with the fundamental insecure architecture of the internet. There was a better way to create a secure internet. Had to wait patiently for 20 years in my security career for Satoshi in 2008. The technology was not there in 1997 to create a more secure internet. To complement the existing one, firewalls were mainly routers with ECLs. Security was treated as part of networking. Wanted to bridge the details existing internet with a more secure enclave. Add this to the description. Because yeah, decided the best way was to have a secure in security and wait for technology to catch up. What a chat. Um, yeah, well, you should read this for yourself, but it's really, really interesting. Highly recommend to read this. On that bombshell, we are calling it an episode. Um, really enjoyed it. A uh, bit messy from my side, but I think I catched up later. Um, it's just the way we are. It's our uh, style. Um, I appreciated it. Yeah. Stay comfy. Yeah, stay comfy, and we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure to do all the likey things. Do the sherry things. Do also the, the the question ask things, and 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 check the description. Give some uh, give some credit to Lord Forquan, Son, uh, just a tech guy, Borquanfi, all those guys, and um, let us know what you who you want on the show. A guest. We need specialists. We need yeah, people who want to want to yeah. chat to us with us, and 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 and, and correct our math. Stay comfy. Stay comfy.